Hello and good day to you, my beautiful friends. I do hope you are well. Welcome to episode 43 of Cross Button VR, our journey into the world of PSVR 2, a show for those who want to share in our newfound enthusiasm for the world of VR. Now, I'm your host, Laurie, but just to let you know, we are part of the Cross Players. So if you like what you hear, check out thecrossplayers.com for links to all of our content and our Discord. And if you like this show, check out Crosscast, our weekly podcast that covers the full gamut of gaming. And this week as well, we've got a special episode of another episode of NX, our Nintendo-themed podcast as well. Oh, we're spoiling you. Now, it is an honor to be joined by two of the most festive influencers in the metaverse. It's Ben and Alex. How are you, chaps? Very well, Laurie. Very well. Oh, you're not that festive, though, are you? Because none of you are wearing your Christmas jumpers, despite this being the run-up to Christmas. Everyone's having their Christmas jumper days. You did. You did, yes. I mean, I've got stockings hanging up behind me. I've got lights behind me. Get stockings on, yeah, yeah. Stockings yeah. on, you got your stockings on, lovely. Can you see my, you yeah. see my tree? Can you see my tree in my picture? Can I can see, see a tree. tiny little, little Christmas tree. Yeah. tree. It's actually my tree for my kids' playroom, but I borrowed it for the purposes of recording. So, if anyone's listening <laughs> you. on audio, don't, don't just go watch the video of it because you can see, uh, see some twinkly lights in it's and truly it. a spectacle to behold. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, Christmas I'm, jumper as well. That's lovely, very nice. Yeah, it's a gift from Carl, actually. I'm, oh. I'm very tired after my christmas night out does that count as being festive yes definitely yeah part of being festive uh, is being hung over most of the time yeah i did some yeah. uh some christmas shopping today there you go, there That's you festive, go. Isn't for it? yourself what did you buy yourself for myself yeah oh, just a few tricks for myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah another switch probably yeah no so much well, like i think there must be a playstation peripheral still missing i think we're missing another uh, what a pulse pulse pro headset or something yeah, yeah. No, I like the look of them though, with the weird yeah. prongs coming out of the bottom of them. They look odd. Yeah, but it's the only one you're missing. So, let's shut up. What they do need, because I now have a PlayStation Portal as well. I've joined you two in Gate One. It's bloody great. I love it. Whoop, whoop. We, I, you need a dock for it. I need something I can put it down when I finish playing that just automatically charges it and look makes it stand yeah. up and looks nice because it's a very pretty device. And I want just something I can a little cradle I can sit it in that, that lovingly charges it for me. It does need yes. something like that. There'll be a third party one in no time, I'm sure. Man, I don't want a third party one. I want to pay over the odds. <laughs> <to Sony. laughs> I don't want a mad cat's charger. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, talking of mad cats, what about Alex sneaking in and recording the episode when we weren't looking, Ben? Just putting out mad some cat. secret. Mad cat. That's what we call it. Mad. Sneaking twat. in. Mad... Wow, I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I listened to that today as uh, I was on my walk around town. I was uh, listening to, to you, Sean and, and Reese, discussing Quest, hijacking his podcast feed. But it's all right, we don't mind. It's Christmas. You know, if you can't, yeah. can't turn a blind eye. It's time for giving. Yeah. It's a well, I mean, little bonus I, I, episode. I did get very confused, as you probably noticed at the beginning, because I'm so used to being <laughs> with the two of you. I had no idea where it was or who I was with. So I like that you just you <laughs> did it the, the intro twice and you said, oh, we'll just leave it in. Yeah. We'll, just, we'll just leave two. Yeah. I thought that was Bang. a bit. I thought it was good. I yeah, it was no, I did. It was it made, it made me I enjoyed. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed listening back to it and then realizing I'd only put one channel of audio onto the edit, so I had to go back and redo it. And but hey. nobody didn't seem to notice. So, hey, it's Christmas. Anything goes. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a little insight to how the sausages made for people. There you go. Well, well please have enjoyed it. I have enjoyed no, it's it. Good. Almost it's as good. much as it sounds like you have been enjoying your quest. Uh, you guys have really made me want one. Uh, maybe we'll come on to yeah. Quest when we talk about the news. We can we can cover that off. Ooh, little, mm. little bit of foreshadowing there. You see, experienced host. <laughs> so we've got 
Um, we've got a bit of news we're talking about. There's some big games, some really big games. Ben has actually been doing the bulk of playing. Um, so, yeah, it's good to see that Ben's been got his uh, his VR training wheels. So, one really come back off again, and he's uh, back leading, leading our efforts. And then there's a very special Christmas uh, surprise bonus present for everyone. We have a very special influencer with a very special, very much real um influencer definitely a real person from the metaverse um and youtube Ooh. um yeah we have a youtuber named truth um from the youtube channel witness truth who's coming up when we got an interview with him um to round wow. off the show and yeah i don't think people are ready for 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 that so amazing yeah right, the christmas gifts just keep on coming don't they they do you can they handle do. the truth mm. Mm. okay First up, bit of news, and we're going to cover this in what we've been playing, but we'll talk about it all now, because the first bit of news is that Tiger Blade has gone and got itself a release, and it's the day after this podcast is coming out. It's, uh, yeah, the 20th of December, so if you're one of the many people that likes to listen to this podcast bright and early, as soon as it gets released to your feeds, uh, this episode should be launched on the 19th, so you've only got a day until you need to wait until you can pick up Tiger Blade, and we've been playing it, but we can't review the game yet we can't give our verdict because there's an embargo on it um the embargo will be up on the day this episode uh is launched so if you're one of those early birds that listen to this episode first thing you just need to wait till later today and then you'll have to hear the reviews from it but we are allowed to give our impressions now um and uh ben should people be excited by this about this yes they should yes in a word yes they should be very excited um is it fair to say your first impressions are positive my my first impressions, having finished the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, that in itself, surely, I think that's is it a testament. All. Yeah. 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 Uh, I couldn't stop playing it. And I think people should be very excited. It's very good. It's um, it's it good? Me. Uh, can I say it's good? I don't know. Can I say it's good? Yeah, well, you, just can't give a, you, can, you can see it. You just can't give it a score. That's I as mean, much it's as say you're not you're not finished playing it, so you haven't finalised your thoughts on it because no. you, where you may have it's the sort of game where you can run, you can go through the it's like an arcade game where you can get through the campaign relatively yeah. quickly. But the game lies, and this is I wasn't expecting this. It lies in replaying those stages and becoming an absolute perfect badass, just perfecting the run. Um, and I've played through about half the stages. Um, and already uh, the bits of it, I feel like I'm just completely hopeless. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Blobby with a sword, just waving around frantically at people. But then there are moments where I connect a few sword swipes and then effortlessly swing around, switch to my gun, shoot some people, pop, 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 get around, sword again. And you think, yes, I wish I'd recorded that or I wish I'd thought you yeah. two in the moment to stop and record this. Uh, you feel like, okay, that was cool. I, I was cool just then. And then you think, next yeah. time I do this, I know there's going to be someone up there, then over there, then over there, then I need to do this, then I need to, yeah. And it's only after about three or four of the stages that I realised or remembered that you could deflect the bullets as well. So I was like, oh, now mm, I get it. Yeah. Now, now I can be badass. Yeah. That's it's, a I, yeah, crucial skill. I had played, I've been the first of the three of us to play it, but I've probably now played the least just given timings. But it just gives a... It doesn't give a bat. It doesn't give a weird first impression or anything. But I think for me, I was very surprised that the type of game that it was. It wasn't at all what I expected. I felt it was going to be just more an action kind of campaign type game. Yeah. But it very much has. I think if you had to compare it to anything, you'd probably compare it to Pistol Whip. 
to a certain extent where you're kind of going yeah. through the levels. You've not not to the same of to the beat or anything, but it's that way of like perfecting. Like you, you get to a stage, you know where the enemies are going to come from. You've got certain moves. You need to get through it as fast as you can. You and it's just about perfecting your movement to get that score. You're aiming for a grading on the level, and you're going to have a leaderboard that you're going to chase. Um, and that's going to be the beauty of the game. And it, but it's so stylish. Um, mm. it, well, certainly you guys can probably comment to this more than me, but it played beautifully when I was playing yep. it, and you have played a lot more than I have. Um, so the, the extra bit of time that they've taken to just polish it seems to have paid off. Yeah, I, I think the... Yeah, I didn't encounter any issues at all with it. Um, I think the comparison to Pistol Whip is a good one. The difference, the key difference is the traversal, right? Pistol yeah. Whip, you're traveling you know, on, on a travelator down the level. Whereas this, you traverse by either slashing an object in front of you or grappling onto something with your left hand and f- throwing yourself forward or, or slicing an enemy. So that's how you sort of jump through the level, which works, which emit, like to start with, you're like, oh, this is odd. And that's probably what uh, took you by surprise, Alex. Yeah, yeah. But exactly you get the same used to it very quickly. Yeah. I found that really jarring. I was like, oh, I don't, I, I don't get this. But once you do, once it clicks... And you start to connect the movements, and you basically yeah. you don't stop moving. Then, and yeah. only, you only stop when you're not doing it right. It says yeah. in a way, like you need to just yeah. keep moving because you need to because it times you, and you're trying to get those time the, the quickest scores to get through the level. I just yeah, once I play through it once, and then I will try and go back and just try and like master each level. It would just be so addictive to think oh, I could do that. Let's do it quicker. I could do that better. Yeah. And when you yeah. two start your fucking leaderboards and you start shaving, so it's going to be like Grand Fair fucking uh, Grand, Grand Turismo 7 all over again. Where yeah, you're yeah, just trying yeah. to, like, oh, he's beat me by 100th a second. Mm. <laughs> there's the rest of my night ruined. <laughs> Thanks, I, I really hope that I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether this game will have done this, but obviously I think this game would be great for the leaderboard functionality of the PS5. I think if it utilizes those leaderboards would and gives you the notification yeah. when someone's beating oh, the yeah, score, yeah. that's going to. That'll dangerous driving. Yeah. Obviously, the, at the moment, the leaderboards aren't live, are they? So yeah. we, we don't know that for sure. But yeah, I, I think um, just one other comparison I think is worth drawing is uh, I don't know if either of you guys played Neon White, but one of the best games that came out last year. It's got the similar, like, really fast paced, score, score chasing, time based yeah. stuff that it's just, it's so arcadey and so the music is incredible. Yeah. Like, I think it's like uh, like South Korean hip hop throughout each of the stages, and it's just it adds to it so much. And oh, yeah, I I think it's really good. Well, we're going uh, to my first we're impression. Not, we're not reviewing it. We're not giving our no. final verdict no. because it might. No, no, no. Well, it's not a review. We might, we might keep playing it and get really fed up. I think actually it's getting shit. Um, so we'll <laughs> see until we make our, our final views can be on next week's episode. Um, but yeah, I think people should be looking out for the reviews of that one that will drop later today. And I Definitely. think let's let's leave it there for now. We'll come back to Tiger Maid, I'm sure, in, in the following weeks. Maybe we can give our final thoughts. <laughs> on the yes. Game. Um, another game which is also out now is Cooking Simulator, a getting a definitive version now on PSVR 2. Um, that kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. And if, if, if Alex, you've been playing this one? No, Ben. Ben? You don't play it? No, more. none <laughs> no, of us have okay, played we, it. We've not played it yet. We've not played it. Okay. <laughs> we've not played um, it yet. Sorry. So this is a two, uh, 2021 PC VR game. Um, it won 
Steam's VR Game of the Year award in 2021. So it's I think it's a really well regarded. It's not one of those games that you just kind of you're doing like normal stuff, but it's just mad because you're doing it in VR and it all gets very slapstick and, and silly and stuff. So I think it'd probably be one that we'd like. It's kind of the job simulator type style of game or the what the bat type thing. Um, and I think this is like the definitive version of it. So that came out um, on the 15th of December, which is today as we are recording this. So yeah, one to one to check out and try out. Yeah. Um, but another game that's also just come out as a surprise release out of nowhere is Affected the Manor. Um, and that's a free upgrade for people that had the game on PlayStation uh, PSVR 1. Um, and yeah, that is, I think, out today. Yeah, this has come out yeah. today as well. So another surprise release. Now, this is a, a horror game that's especially one of the most terrifying games. It's, well, from what I've read about it, it's not so much a game as more just kind of horror experience. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one for you, Alex, I think. Well, I think it's quite a short experience as well, but I, I would be quite interested in trying this for something a little bit different. And it's also it's only seven ninety nine, um, yeah. so it's not yeah. it's not an expensive game. And in the press release, it also said it's seven ninety nine, but from the twentieth. So although it's out today, but from the twentieth, it's going to be thirty percent off. So if you're thinking, if you're listening to this on the nineteenth and thinking I might pick this up, I would wait till tomorrow um, because <laughs> good, it's going to be thirty percent cheaper. Good tip. Um, yeah. So I think this is a very short thing, so maybe this is a good thing to pick up. Yeah. You've got a family visiting over Christmas and you want to just get the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, a, a nice Christmas experience. Quid. Yeah, it's a very Christmassy game. Yeah. I think it was quite highly <laughs> highly regarded on PSVR 1. I do think um, people enjoyed the experience that it was. So. Yeah, cool, cool. Okay, um, we also had the Game Awards uh, last week and Resident Evil Village won the best VR game at the Game Awards, um, beating its competition there. Uh, was that a surprise to you guys? No. No, because it's... The Game Awards. Who's, who's <laughs> voting on it? It's people that obviously... Well, I've heard of that. Just what, like Jörg said last week. Yeah, I was so, surprised. Yeah. Like Horizon, I kind of expected Horizon to win it for that exact reason. Um I, I think like, even to the to yeah. the same extent though, if you look at the people again to the the kind of process, the people that were voting didn't score Horizon that highly. Yeah, they're just no. scored in village as of what it is. So Yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious that, that best VR category of the game awards was just all PSVR or PlayStation games. It's like Yeah. I mean, like very uh Do you think that'll of... be the case next year? Well, indeed. Mm-hmm. This moves us nicely on to um Two connected stories, actually. So Black Friday uh, was reported that it was the biggest ever revenue week for VR in the UK. So obviously lots of headsets were sold in Black Friday week. Uh, turns out not many of them were PlayStation VR 2s, though. Most of them were, were Quest 2s, I think, actually, because Quest 2 was quite heavily discounted, which makes sense, yeah. um, and Quest 3s as well. But I think all I think all three of them probably had a, had a bump. But, yeah, uh, Quest did absolute... Uh, huge sales over Black Friday week. Uh, and then related to that is Asgard's Wrath, uh, the game that the big kind of first party meta game um, has been released this week. It's released, isn't it? You get this for free if you buy a Quest 3 at the moment or yeah. if you buy it you, up until, is it February, I think? You get, um, you actually, you get, um, so you get Asgard's Wrath 2, which has come out, but you also get Asgard's Wrath with it as well, which is a PC oh, okay. VR both game. Games, well. You get both games. <laughs> So that's out, and it has got a 10 from IGN, which is probably, to a lot of people's surprise, surprise that actually, wow, IGN, I'm reviewing a, a VR game here. But this seems to be like a game that is uh, breaking, breaking through and transcending kind of the audiences. Yeah, 
it, it very much feels like from the reading of it, it's the VR game that a lot of people have been waiting for in terms of mm. it's like whereas I think one of the one of the parts that I read it was like where everything else has been more of a tech experience. This is a fully fledged VR open world RPG that people have been clamouring for for years. Yeah, just to quote Travis Northup, who reviewed it for IGN. <laughs> In his little summary, he says Asgard's Wrath 2 is an open-world action RPG that sets a new gold standard for VR and competes with the best anywhere. So that's like a parity with a, a flat-screen masterpiece. You know, I think they've given out four tens this year mm-hmm. and five, including this. So that's pretty Penis is it all, doesn't amazing. It? <laughs> amazing. I sh- Actually, I'm not wanting to uh, diminish that at all. Um, I should point out, Unplugged VR, who we refer to quite a lot on the show, uh, their review of it is reviewing progress at the moment because the game's so big they haven't given it a score yet. But they decided to leave cooler on the game than what IGN did. Not saying it's a bad game at all, but they definitely pointed out there were some some issues with it and stuff. And I can't, from mm. re- reading their review, it doesn't feel like it's going to be a, a 10 or a 5 mm. star as they do. Um, so, but I mean, still, regardless, it's great that IGN are reviewing it so highly and that it's, it's on the radar of people. Uh, it's a shame it would never come to PSVR 2 because obviously it's a first party uh meta meta game but i still am glad to see that you know people are showing interest in vr yeah. yes i think for the medium to receive that level of accolade from the biggest game site in the world is is an amazing thing so yeah it's a positive it's a net positive yeah and hopefully also it would encourage sony to like right we need to compete you know <laughs> If if Meta Star, this is like with Xbox, they had a, a proper competitor in Xbox. It forces them to to raise their game. You know, if you look at the 360 generation, it forced them to come back with the PS4. And if Sony are interested in staying in the VR space and you know, increasing the market share, they need to think. Well, we need to give people a reason not to pick up a Quest to get a PSVR2 instead. So Word. fingers crossed, we see that. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that is about it for the news. Unless there's anything else that I've forgotten, Alex, that you know. Um, only other thing I've seen is a couple of <coughs> another, another mode coming out for Ghostbusters. So there's a oh, survival. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It, it's either just released or just releasing. It's a survival. Is it infestation? It's called, and it's more of a kind of co-op survival mode against hordes, hordes of ghosts. It sounds like it could be quite fun in a group. Are they all co-op survival modes against ghosts? No, this is like a horde <laughs> mode, sorry. So it's a like horde more of a, okay, a horde sorry. mode. Yeah. Yeah, and mm. they had a whole content. They did a little video, didn't they, with a whole content roadmap and stuff, yeah. which uh, York will be happy about. I know he loved content. I think that's the only other thing I've seen. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Ghostbusters, it's good. It's good they commissioned it. It sounded like one of the future expansions was going to be uh, a bit more story-based as well, which is certainly what needed for me to be interested in that. Okay, what have we been playing? Well, there's been a big game that came out. We didn't talk about it last week, but Arizona Sunshine 2. Um, I've been playing it since last week. And uh, Alex, I don't think you've had a chance to play this one yet, but then you've had yet, a good, no. good goal this one, haven't you? Yeah, not not too much, but yeah, enough to get the general gist. Definitely. Okay, well, I am about, I think about a third of the way through the game. It's quite a chunky... Well, the reviews of it seem to be some people say, oh, it's, I've got through four hours, which I think that's ridiculous. Mm. I think you would have to be racing through the levels. I think you could speed run it in a few hours, but uh, IGN's review was more like 15 hours, which other people said that's ridiculous. And I think they said, well, that was the main campaign of the cop. I think from the devs themselves and from what I've played, it feels like a six or seven hour game, which 
for me, it's perfect. That that is what I don't want a VR game to go on for longer than that. To be honest, um, six seven hours. I say we're about a third of the way through. I've played it for. Well, I feel like I'm going very slow because I'm quite cautious. But if there's zombies around, I like to go. I like to take it slow, you know. I like to, especially with my dog. I can pick off these zombies one at a time with the dog without them seeing me. That would be my strategy in real life. I don't want to go in with guns blazing, cause a fuss. I just slowly, quietly take them all out. Stealth zombie killing. Uh, but yeah, I really like it. I think it's it's really good. It's really good fun. Really enjoying it. Yeah, my my first impressions were very much the same as that like it, it just yeah it's got a level of kind of uh, i don't know polish and depth almost to it that you just you know that, like we said about synapse it kind of feels like a game and look, this is a 50 pound game so yeah especially to to feel like as such um but yeah i'm i think a lot of the the writing and the voice acting and and things like that just feels like that a few notches up from a lot of the games that we've played before. And yes, it's a, it's tropey. And yes, you're like apparently the last man on earth fighting against hordes of zombies. You know, we've been down this road before. It's very <laughs> many games. It's, it's a lot more right. fun than the walking dead. It's actually enjoyable. It's not just a slog. It's like the guy seems like he's having a good time. In the yeah, and it's, it's quite silly and it, it's quite easy, like popping off, Zombies' yep. heads in one or two shots. It's like, yeah, it's very satisfying. There are a few moments where it's not easy, where you just get, like, you, you think you're in easy bit and then you, you get cocky and then a load of them just burst out from around the corner you weren't expecting. Mm. And you're like, ah, fuck, 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 reload, reload. And you can't reload fast enough. And then I'm there, like, running quick. This is when I'm like, exposes how much of I fumble whenever I try to reload a VR. Uh, reload yeah. a gun. I'm like, get, <laughs> just get in there. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, but luckily, but that's I like the way that the the reloading and stuff is like not overly complicated, is it? It's pretty just no, it's, it's, yeah. grab it, throw it in, and shoot it away. Like it's not it's not too fast. To but also, there's, there's ammo everywhere, so you don't really have to run, worry about. Yeah. At least on easy run play, of course I'm playing on easy. Uh, ammo everywhere, like more than you need. I've always got maxed out uh, ammo things, so you can be quite quite liberal if you're shooting yeah. things and stuff. But it's it is just it is more fun to just take out. Uh, take a headshot and stuff, and the aiming is really good. Mm. It's, it's, you can, especially if you hold down for two handed, you can hold down. You can look down the barrel of the gun, and you can pick out quite accurate shots, which is very satisfying to do as well. Yeah, uh, but obviously the most, as you mentioned, Laurie, the most satisfying thing is sicking your dog on the zombies, and you can yep. almost just point point where you want him to go, and he just like, goes get off, away. Yep. gets them down, chews their neck off. It's, yeah, lovely. Yeah, I, I love the fact you could carry two guns on your hip and then one on your back and then your dog can carry a couple of guns as well. It's just great. So you can be, I'm going to have a go with the Uzi now. Then I'm going to have a go with the revolver. Then I'm going to do my pistol and the, the machine gun. It's just great. I just love all that. Yeah. And all the guns are very satisfying to use and the grenades are very satisfying to pull the pin and throw the grenade. It's yeah. It's just, it's a bit like uh crossfire Sierra squad where it's just the part, just play with the weapons. It's just a bit like worrying really, isn't it? how much I enjoy it. But, um, just playing with the weapons is just fun and satisfying. It's just like the big clunky things and they just very satisfying to use and the reaction you get when you shoot a zombie and they just head blows up. It's just very it's just all very satisfying and just fun. Hmm. Do you think you'll um see it through to the end? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah, fantastic. I realise this is one of the yeah, one of one of the, the the best games I think I've played on the headset this year, to be honest. Oh wow. Because I, I got I got to a point, I think it was in a shopping mall or something where I don't know. I had to find a key 
or a key airport, card or yeah. something. That's, yeah, the yeah airport maybe shopping. it was an airport. And I, I'd cleared out all the zombies and stuff. And then when I suddenly when I had to find a key to get to the next bit, it kind of lost a bit of the momentum for me. And I was like, I don't really want to be doing this. Like, just gave me the key and done it type thing. Because there's, yeah, there's one sequence where you're just before think, that, where you're going along the the actual runway at the top of a what do you yeah. call them? Like a, the stairs that go up to an, an, an airplane. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, don't um, take a message. You don't know the name of this thing. <laughs> and um, let me just message her now. No, and <laughs> and that was just so much fun because you're just plowing through these zombies, blowing up, uh, you know, gas canisters that are handily placed next to big hordes of zombies. Yeah. But then when it slows down, and I appreciate a game of this length needs to have an ebb and flow of action, but it just was a bit like. Ah, uh, I don't yeah. want to be doing this. I know the bit you're talking you about. Know? I I found the key card just as I was going through that room. I didn't have to look for it. I was just I just saw it big time. Mm. Um But yeah, I get I get I suppose it's like all those games, like if you miss an obvious cue or just uh, not even yeah, it, it should be obvious. But the fact that you didn't see it means it wasn't obvious enough and I bet a developer would be like well, to figure, Oh for fuck's sake, like, I told them we needed to make that more big and shiny and there'll <laughs> be idiots playing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Hmm. But yeah, uh, okay, yeah. Well, I guess that's but, you know, not of... not a criticism as such. It was just more of like I was enjoying the action, and it was a bit when that stopped. I wasn't. Oh, thank God it stopped. Like you are in a horror game. I was just like, oh, that's a shame. Now I've got to do yeah, this a bit part, boring thing. a bit like we're talking about. Actually, you kind of want that momentum just pulling you through the level. Which is because yeah. it's not the game. You don't need to. There is like loot you can find or like crafting. Stuff you can find, but the stuff you craft of it is pretty insignificant. You don't need to to worry about it. It doesn't really matter. You can make like molotovs and, and stuff, but you can't make that many of them. Right. So it's not, you can only make them at certain points. So it's not really worth worrying about too much. You can just go through the levels quite quickly. You don't have to be obsessively looking at every drawer and stuff, and the ammo's everywhere anyway. So um, yeah, so that wasn't immediately clear to me. Is like, should I be playing this <coughs> like The Last of Us and rifling through every single drawer? Yeah, no, and no, even no, like should. when I'm. I'm finding glue everywhere, but I don't seem to be able to pick it up. So I'm like, I yeah, pick it up, look at it, and then because I don't think you've got to the point yet. The first bit where there's a, a like a suitcase that you can open up, and it's got like some uh, you can use that to craft inside it. It's got some like, technical stuff inside it. It's like uh, right. So yeah, that, uh, there's a few bits like that where I'm like, I, okay, I can pick it up. I can interact with this object. There's a there's so much of this in the world. Clearly, I'm supposed to be using it for crafting, but all I could do was drop it. Yeah, like just. You know, that was a bit odd. I felt like I was doing something wrong, but yeah, I think probably if you, if we played the first Arizona Sunshine game, all this stuff would have been that would have all been obvious, mm. I suspect. Um, but you're, mm. yeah, I think that bit is badly explained, and it's only after yeah. you find the. I kind of less like, well, I don't know how this works. I just won't worry about it until later, and then exactly shortly yeah. after that, okay. bit you're at it does explain it to you. So. Okay, but yeah, well, I, I, will, um, I will carry on as well then. Yeah, I just really like the interplay of the dog, the, the the main guy, the actor, the voice actor for it is, is really good. Uh, just his sort of carefree attitude to it and stuff and his interaction with the friends. Uh, it's good. It, sh- it should be annoying, but I don't know why it's not. It's just it's endearing. Uh, it makes me laugh. I'm a simple, simple fool. Mm. But yeah, and it's the fact that he's going after this patient zero, that's the the, kind of the idea of the game is he's, he's got like a lead that he wants to try and follow. Um, yeah, that's enough of a hook to be like, well, I want to 
I want to see what's next, especially because the levels, they're only like 10, 15 minutes to do the levels if you do the, yeah, as long as you're not tiptoeing through them like I sometimes do. But they generally take about 15 minutes to do each level, so you could do two or three in an hour easily. So it's a nice one to play. You could jump in, do a couple of levels, jump onto something else. It's it's good. It's it's a nice kind of bite-sized chunks of game. And I like that about VR games. It's quite similar to how Nintendo used to design Switch games. It's like, well, this could be played handheld or it could be uh, in front of the TV so if it's going to be handheld it needs to have sort of bite-sized things you can do in it as well and like sometimes yeah. in VR you don't want to sit down for hours and hours and hours you yeah. want to just the fact that it gives you those 15 minute chunks of content means that uh, if you just want to play for 15 minutes or half an hour or just it's ready for you to when you think okay I've had enough now I can stop and I've still got to the end of a level and I really like that it's not like really long levels that's so why I didn't like Demio because it's like oh god I've had enough of this now <laughs> I want to come out yeah. of this and there's no like way because it's a multiplayer game I can't come out of it early it does make you wonder like just getting back <laughs> to Asgard's Wrath 2 in relation to that like it's a 90 hour RPG like yeah. well, how do you piecemeal that as a game do you like it that Seems extremely daunting. On a standalone headset with a restricted battery life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As you were saying on on the bonus episode, Alex. I yeah, I wonder why doesn't Quest have a cable that you could plug it into and play it whilst it's plugged in? Because surely it'd be no worse than playing the PSVR two. It's not that bad. Oh, I, I think you could you could plug a cable into it. Like there is, because you can still play it. Like, does it have like yeah, a long yeah. sort of? You need to have like meters long. Cable? We need to, you can get like specific. They did have cables like for connected to the PC for PC VR. Yeah. So, but they get having are... it battery and having it free is, is best. But yeah, after the end of the ninety minutes, if it's a choice between plugging it in and having a cable or just stopping for a few. But hours, it's just a USB C charger. So if you got a long USB-C cable then powerful okay. enough like my, my work laptop's a USB-C charger so I can use that okay phew well not complaining about battery no, that would but <laughs> so shut up okay well cool uh, Arizona Sunshine 2 though I, I yeah I really like it I will keep playing until I finish it and uh, I will give full thoughts uh, on it once I have <laughs> Another game that released, a big game that's released, probably the biggest game of the year, in fact, we should have started with this one, is Resident Evil 4, which I have not played. Uh, Alex, you've not played. Despite saying you were holding the game off, you haven't even played it on flat screen, you were waiting desperately to do you can play it on VR. I've but you've no not, time, sorry. Not played it yet. Ben, our Resident, Resident Evil, Evil. 4 fan. <laughs> our Resident <laughs> Evil fan. Yes, I, uh, I yes. have played it um, go on then give us the lowdown i mean it does not disappoint it changes resident evil 4 completely like it it just feels i was not expecting to go in and feel scared having played through resident evil 4 early in the year i was like well i've played this how how scary can it be but when you're in in the world <laughs> like you just start off in the woods and you're like oh shit this is actually this is terrifying like i know where i need to go and i know when i go in that cabin there's going to be a guy waiting you know in that back room and i'm ne- going to need to kill him and run away and get a gun it's just it's it is infinitely more terrifying playing it in vr um but fun at the same time it's so much more satisfying shooting in VR, as we know, anyway, is you know that the medium is good for that. And um, is the aiming? Does it work? Like, is it the aiming? Because sometimes in VR, you could like you think you're aiming at something and you shoot, and it goes nowhere near it. You think, oh, for God's sake! And it's does it? Because that's when VR gets that right, and you point, and it 
it's almost like it needs to be quite forgiving and just give you a headshot, even yeah. if you're not quite there. You just want it to just feel, just come on, just give me the freaking headshot. Try my best, dude. I, I've been able to headshot people far more easily in VR than in the base game because yeah. the, you've got a little laser pointer, which, you know, you can, <clears throat> you, you've seen some of the footage that I took, Laurie, and I was like, despite forgetting to reload, I was able to sort of headshot everyone in one shot and it was, it's really easy to do. Um, it feels, it does feel a lot easier in VR. Um, uh-huh. The one, the one thing that was jarring for me was there's a lot of cutscenes, uh-huh. and they go back into 2D flat, uh, like uh. you're just looking at a screen, and that is a bit jarring to begin with, because I, you know, if I thought about it, I probably would have expected it, but um, yeah, the first few times that happened, I was like, oh, oh that's rubbish, um, but you, you soon get used to it. <laughs> it was more jarring when yeah, I realised... What was it? Sorry, no, the, the most jarring thing was after, after I'd finished Resident Evil 4 earlier this year, I, you know how you kind of fanny about with all the extras and see what you've unlocked and stuff? I'd completely forgotten that I'd changed Leon's uh, <laughs> outfit to like a, like a 1920s gangster. So when the first time I saw myself in a cutscene, I was like, why, why am I in a pinstripe suit? This is fucking ridiculous. I could have glasses been worse. on. Yeah, it could have been worse. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I haven't got very far with it, but I'm just, you know, that initial impression was like, yeah, this is, this is the one. And I, I don't know if I'll finish it because I'm like, I know what's coming and I know mm. it's going to be 10 times more terrifying in VR. So, yeah, we'll have to see. And that was really what put me off trying Village in VR because I'd played Village, so I would mm. have known what was coming, which would have probably put me off depending on how I was felt towards certain bits as far as I'd got. Whereas at least going into Resident Evil 4, I don't know what's coming, so there's, mm. I, I won't yeah. pussy out of it. Yeah, that's the best. But you might. Yeah, but I would say, yeah, it just it feels much more forgiving, um, which is which is quite nice. So even though you're scared, you feel more powerful. You can dual wield weapons as well, where you whereas you couldn't do that in the base game. So you can hold your knife. I didn't parry. I parried only when I absolutely had to. But in this, you can just hold your knife. Someone comes at you with an axe, just ching and lock it or you know and then shoot them in the head or whatever it's yeah gives you options it's nice mm. when vr does make you change your style of play mm. i think it just completely changes your perspective well obviously it changes your perspective but yeah literally um, <laughs> it's amazing how differently you'll play a game the same game yeah so do you feel this is psvr 2's killer app uh I think, well, I don't know. I don't know is the, is the answer. I feel like it's it's a really, really, really good game. Like, it's a great game. A damn near perfect game. Um, but I don't know. Given the... If this just came out of the blue and we hadn't played Resident Evil 4 Remake, if this came day one with that game and it was like, this is a VR game, I'd say, yes, it probably is. But because obviously the hype has died down slightly people have played the base game i feel like it's because it feels like a tag on to that i don't mm. think you can say it's the killer app i think the killer app is going to be something that's exclusive comes Native. to vr day one and exactly so 
It's probably not on balance, even though it is phenomenal, and I recommend everyone play it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I've never played the flat version of it, so this is going to be the the first. The uh, it will be a new, it will be a VR game, as far as I'm concerned. And Alex, you'll be the same as well when you get around to playing it. Yeah. Mm. Please uh, both record those sessions. I okay. will definitely download the demo, <laughs> uh, and I presume the demo. So I didn't like the demo before, so we'll see if the demo in VR does anything for me. I look forward to seeing that. Mm. Okay. Well, one other game that we've been playing is... Alex, you've been playing uh, Vetrix. You want to tell us about that one? Yeah, so that's, if you were to look up the definition of an Alex game, then you would see Vetrix World. I think that okay. is fairly fair to say. I mean, I'm going to... It's Tetris-like a, is that a term. Am I going to... So we're going to yeah, turn this into Tetris-like. Yeah, it's definitely a Tetris-like. Um, so it's taking huge inspiration from Tetris, but your key difference is it's 3D. So rather than it being like just a row of 10 blocks, it's two rows of 10 blocks. And to complete a row, you need to have the full two rows together. So basically 20 blocks in a 3D, two by however many square. But the blocks don't drop. They just appear in the Tetris shapes. And you, the task is you, using your hands, have to place and build these. It's almost a cross between Tetris and Lego. A puzzle. Like it's, <laughs> that does sound like uh, you. <laughs> like, so, I mean, it's and it's all about how fast you can do it. And again, it's that arcade style. Once the leaderboards and stuff for this go on, I mean, you're going to challenge it. It's got co-op mode, so it's you two, you're trying to do it together. It's got versus mode, so it's who can do it the quickest and all the different... So like you've got a campaign mode, which takes you around different countries um, to do mm. like different stages within the countries and the, like, the kind of backdrop changes within the different countries and the music changes, which I was quite glad of because that's maybe one... Probably my only thing I would say negatively about the game is I'm not a huge fan of the music, particularly like some of the starter music when you unlock some of the other tracks and some of the other, they're much better than what it starts with. Um, I think when you compare it to something like I'm going to say Masternoid because it, it's an easy comparison, but like when you, you compare are. the music in Masternoid, it's, it's head and shoulders above this um, and it's... a Hopefully, and that's like an, that's an easy fix. Like if they come along and they can add, and it's not it's not bad. Like it, it's not bad at all. But it's you do want to unlock some of the other tunes because maybe the, the initial ones might just not be to everybody's taste. Um, it's maybe a mm. way of putting it. But the actual core gameplay of this is great. Like you're just building up these blocks to try and like you can either be arcade mode, which you could be score however many points within the quickest amount of time, or um, clear however many blocks or just try and you also get different types of blocks so it can be like coin blocks which build up your score you can get health blocks you can get blocks that disappear over a certain amount of time so if you don't clear those rows within say 90 seconds the block will disappear and leave you a hole so like you can't then clear that block and things like that but it's it's very simple in terms of if you understand Tetris, you're going to understand this. The, the key difference is you're actually building the puzzle with your hands. Um, and it's all about speed. And I think initially you're going quite like, oh, dilly-dallying along. You're like, no, no, my hands need to move much faster here. Um, but it's very good in terms of how you can customise it, which I really like. So essentially each part of the interface of the game has got like a handle below it. You can grab that handle and move all the bits to where you want them. So where you want the blocks to come from, you move it to the right position and you start pulling the blocks where you want to place it. You can move it up and down to get it to the height that you want. So it's 
very customised in that way, and then as you unlock things, you can unlock like what kind of theme you want, what music you want, um, what um, special blocks you want to include within the game, things like that. So, but I think, yeah, I'm probably going to spend a lot of time in this game once leaderboards and stuff appear and properly getting through it. Like it's it's going to hook me. You, you just mm, get that good yeah. feeling from it, like the first time you play well, that, it. Uh... Yeah, the first time when I played it as well, I, I think I sent you a message and I was like, this is giving me like Masternoid vibes. Like it's got that same like simplicity. Yeah. I, I think you're right. It's a good call out to say the level of sort of presentation isn't there. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I probably didn't realize that until you just said it, but yeah, the music was quite grating. It's not like the best looking game in the world. Like it could, you could make this with just a little bit of extra attention and maybe pulling in someone from the outside who who's got an, an eye for design or an ear for music to make this really cool like imagine this with a kind of like a you know more of a tetris effect kind of vibe to it it would be mm-hmm. amazing because that actual sensation of like grabbing a block twisting it around i don't know about you but i was finding i was twisting my hands in all weird yeah, like, I, I, I shapes trying to get oh i need to get that block in uh-huh. uh, yeah very just yeah, I think I got RSI from about the first hour. Yeah, but, um, you're very much like that, and you go like, that, like "Oh my god, my yeah. arm!" And you're like, oh. <laughs> "But yeah. yeah, but it's uh, it's it is fun." And I yeah, I, I played yeah a bit of that kind of world tour mode. Unlocked a couple of levels on that. Um, there's like a free play mode under arcade where you can just just keep going. That's oh. a good way to practice how to do it. Um, but it is just really satisfying. It's got the same thing as Tetris where. You know, you're trying to build up all your blocks, knowing that if you can get a long, a long one and just drop it yeah. down, you'll clear all four in a row. And yes, yeah, just a vetrix. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it could be up there. It could be the next Masternoid potentially. Wow, highest praise possible. <laughs> so we need to, We haven't tried the co-op mode yet, so we're going to we're going to play mm. together um, co-op versus and see how that plays out. And it's a bit like we were saying about Tiger Blade. The leaderboards aren't actually. I don't know if I said this already, but the leaderboards you can see they're there, but there's nothing on them yet. So not quite live yet because this releases on the twenty first, which is a couple of days after. This. Well, you two should keep playing it, and then you can give us some further thoughts once you've tested out all the modes and had a chance to go up on the leaderboards and see Alex if you see if you can become number one in the world on this one as well. We shall see. Or me? Mm, it's going to be Alex, though, isn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, is it, man? It's Alex. Nah, Sorry, it's Alex. Right, well, we've been playing quite a lot. That's nice to see. Um, let's move on, though. And before we do, though, let's just remind everyone, if they'd like to support us, they can give this podcast a sub on the service they're using. Uh, and if you'd like to re- leave us a review, too, that would be fine and dandy. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CrossButtonVR and at the Players. And if you really want to show the love, you can do so via patreon.com forward slash the Players. And for £2 a month, you can help us produce the show and get entry into our lovely little WhatsApp group that has been described recently as batshit crazy. Yeah, vigorous nodding there from Ben. Vigorous. Uh, right, final uh, part of the show then. We were very lucky to be joined earlier this evening by none other than Truth, the enigmatic VR guru behind Witness Truth, uh, which is the ex- exceptionally popular and very real uh, YouTube channel that has just taken the world by storm. 
Uh, clad in a perpetual VR headset, Truth's eyes are the ultimate mystery. His uncensored commentary makes him the prophet, some might say, of virtual realms. Uh, whether it's dissecting VR controversies or debunking digital myths, Truth navigates the virtual landscape with a slightly uh, surreal comedic edge, fair to say, um, leaving viewers and us uh, wondering if he's a tech genius, an idiot, or just a very committed fictional character. Um, <laughs> you may, we may never know. We will no. never know. There's actually there's no way, no way to know. So, may never be um, seen again. <laughs> so yeah. So over to you, Truth. Hi guys, pleasure to be on the show. <laughs> That's great. It's uh, so good of you to 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 to, well, to find the time. Really, you know you're you know you're busy. Um, is it true that you, you, you never leave the metaverse? Is that true? Uh, just w- before we get into that, lads, I just want to say, first of all, call out the blatant rip-off of my own... Remix! Premium show, Witness Truth on YouTube and Twitch, and OnlyFans for... Twerk with Truth. Well, yes. Okay. Anyway, as Olivia Wilde said, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, so let them in cake. Yeah. I have 4 million followers, 52% of them are female. Shonda Ball. <laughs> I love a good curry, wank, and a chilled can of apple tango. Anything you do say will be given in evidence. True! Amazing. <laughs> um, well, Laurie, when you said you were bringing on a special guest, I thought it was going to be like... John Linneman from Digital Foundry. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is we've gone, we've gone for the full triple A, triple A VR influencer. I am starstruck. Me yeah. too. I, 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 I don't know where to look. Well, that is, uh, what's that cocoa butter you're putting on there? Is that what that is? In my shirt. It's not talking to me. <laughs> Sorry, Laurie. You play uh, so, Truth, we've just got a few questions we'd like to ask you, because I know you're a busy man, so we've got a bit of Shoot, time you, tonight. Yeah, 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 a few questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we, we have to start with with the rumour that it's, just, it's not really gone away. It's kind of playing all of your time in, in you know, you've, you've got four million followers now, but in all the while, ever since day one, this rumour's followed you everywhere you've been. And I just need to ask, is it true that you once started a demonic sex cult in PlayStation Home? <laughs> One that still persists to this day somewhere in the metaverse. Look, 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 Laurel, Laurel. My only crime is loving too much. The industry, voo. Actually, it's a little known fact, but uh, Aristotle was the first to coin voo. Uh, but most people in cells call it VR, but it's actually voo. Anyway, anyway, mm. anyway, if I, if I, if I want to play front bums and willies, if I want to play bat bums and willies, <laughs> front bums with bat bums, willies with willies, boobs on moobs, if I want to, any of those things, uh, you know, what I do with my own recreational time away from voo is my own business, mate. Okay. Um, well, 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 we'll leave that one there, I suppose. Um, okay, well, the next question that we've got is uh, several... Meta staff actually have gone on the record to claim that you are in fact Mark Zuckerberg. Is that Who? something you want to comment on? Who? M- Mark Mark Zuckerberg, the uh, the founder oh, yeah, of, yeah, of Meta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the only zucking I'm doing is when it's especially warm outside and I need an ice pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, God. Um, do you want to just see Ben if uh, John Linderman is available? <laughs> 
Oh, I've already DM'd him. <laughs> so we've got to go. Uh, oh, Rude? Um, okay, okay. Um, truth. Okay, well, how about this one then? So some say that VR is the, the first step in creating the Matrix and that you're secretly uh, an AI android sent to enslave us all. Do you want to comment on those claims? Well, look, Laurel, as you know, look, I wear my uh, VR headset Laurel, for everything. Okay. What? No. Laurel. I go to the gym, bench for 20 pounds, wear the VR cooking, wear the VR from Bams and Willies, wear the VR. It's all because my periphery eyesight is incredible. And as your Welsh co-host Alex says, VR is the future. <laughs> so I, for one, would be happy that whilst it's not for me, we will soon be sucking from food bags hanging upside down in caravans as our masters harvest the living. Okay, well, notice that wasn't a denial. Um, okay. Uh, now, one of your videos that got the most hits was uh, when you famously adapted a VR headset for your cat to wear. Uh, and your cat, I believe, now lives permanently in the metaverse playing Moss. Are you, are you not worried about the, the long-term impact this might have on your cat? Look, Terry Venables has been missing for a few weeks now in a completely unrelated instant. Move on, please. Okay. Um, okay, next... <laughs> Next up, then, um, we just wanted to know your views on uh, content. Are you, yeah. are you a fan of content? Look, Leza, what is really content, right? Michael Owen, Chris Eubank, Elijah Wood, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, Jedward, The Rolling Stones, Voltaire, Babe Ruth, Kirsten Stewart, Johnny Depp, Marilyn Monroe, Bob Marley, Bruce Lee, Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> okay. Mm. Not, not really answered the question though, Truth. There, I have to have to say, more of a, a list of names <laughs> <laughs> in more many accents. <laughs> many accents. <laughs> okay, respect. I, um, and- I think that Android software is good about uh, array. So, I mean, you're you're known for your 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 investigative journalism. I mean, if you can call it that. Um, what's been your favourite of all your exposés over the years? Well, we, <laughs> really has to be one of my most wholesome efforts. <laughs> when I went on my gap year, got a girl pregnant, and sued Jorex for millions. I didn't win uh, as the fuckers were still in a rapper. Where does it say to put, put them on, lads? Where? Anyway, it was my first YouTube video <laughs> that did one million views. It kept little Terry Venables in biscuits for weeks. I can miss that cat. I know. I know. He was my only love. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Just take all your time you need. Ah. Ah. <laughs> ah. But we do ah. have to move it along at some point. Get a, <laughs> get a new cat, we'll call it. Glenn Hoddle. Glenn Waddle. (laughs) (laughs) Was there an answer to the question? Uh, No. 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 Okay, well, I mean, one of the biggest controversies we've had on this show is whether or not Masternoid is a real game or whether it's just something that Alex has made up. What's what's your view on this? Who who or what is Alex? Alex. Oh, the Povo lad. Yeah, well, um, the game itself is fine. I, of course, platinumed it whilst Fauna came with a small person in Peterborough VR Festival. <laughs> yes, it was, it was good enough. For... 
It was good enough as a game, but probably my <laughs> 996th best game this year. Okay. What was what your real. number one? This what? Sorry. <laughs> what is your this... number one game this year? Oh, you, you right now. No. Oh. This game. This game. Life. Life. Nice. Nice. Maybe we could win game of the year 2023. <sighs> you right there, Ben? <laughs> yeah. All good. This is perfectly normal. <laughs> Um, true. Is it true that everything you say is actually generated by chat GPT? No. <laughs> okay. Um, now, truth. You famously insist that Palmer Lucky stole the design for the first Oculus Rift from you after you drew it on a napkin while on a drunken bender with him in Amsterdam. Waking to remember none of the plans and only left with a bitter hangover of betrayal. Now, if you'd remembered the plans and released a VR headset first, how would you have done things differently? Didn't prepare me for this one, did you? Hmm. I would have... I would have... I think I would have... Created life. Create life. <laughs> For audio listeners, uh, <laughs> truth is, I don't know what he's doing. So I think, well, truth, is there anything else that you've, you, you want to add whilst you're here? Tell us about your, your plans over Christmas. No. Bye. No. Nothing to promote? Not with you. Anything you want, you want to <laughs> plug? Oh, you're obviously... <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs>